I'm going to go back. We uh, page four. You have page. Which page do you have? You have page four there. Page four, five, four and five. So this Torah, Reb Nachman discusses how the learning Torah brings out the charm. Beauty brings out the charm and the beauty, which we call chain. And <clears throat> yeah. so let's uh, page five if you look in the number seven, but he says over here that Tribbani uh, Shleilam made us with a great intellect. Every person has Chachma. And the way you get close to Hashem is only with Chachma, with wisdom. You know, the, the closeness that humans have one to each other is by understanding each other. You know, you understand someone, you appreciate them, you... you you, or you give them respect, you feel good. The same thing with us and Hashem. Our intellect, our wisdom connects us to Hashem. But the Rabbani Shalom poured wisdom in this world. Everything in the world, this is a deep Kabbalistic concept, which everything in the world that exists, exists with incredible wisdom. Every cell has a nucleus and has a protons and a, all the different aspects of each cell. There's so much wisdom in everything in this world, but the Zoe explains the wisdom gives it life. You know, you look at it, you know, you think this is, what is this? This, this cell and this partial of the cell, there's so much wisdom how this is done. You know that the, 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 the Chazal say, if a person would realize the wisdom how much wisdom a person is made is incredible. I once, I had a, a few years ago, I had a doctor who used to come running in the morning to shul to say Kaddish and, uh, and I asked him one day where, you know, he came in with his, uh, I say left around from UCLA, what, what is your profession? He says, I, my uh, ex, you know, we do research in the immune system. So jokingly I tell him, can you, Tell me something interesting about the new system. He tells me. Thank you very much. Okay. So he tells me. So he says. Says to me. He looks at the shul and he says to me. In the last few years, we could fill up from wall to wall. Papers that was made about how much wisdom is in the immune system itself, the immune system, how it fights the, the, the bacteria, and just that we understand because there's a lot of funding because of AIDS, we could fill up the shul, my shul is a huge shul, from floor to the top, just all the amazing things that we realize how powerful our immune system is. It is, it is incredible how much wisdom is in this. That's just one system. 
the truth is everything in this world that exists, exists with wisdom. A person should be able to study many of these aspects and t- take the wisdom and get close to Hashem. There's nothing that exists in the world that doesn't have incredible, incredible wisdom. It's, it's awesome. You know how I'm on. So he says, this is what he says, a Jew should always look to the intellect and everything, he says, and connect himself to the wisdom and the intellect that are found in everything. A person should learn, you know, I was trying to think about it this Shabbos, you know, a simple volcano, what it did to entire Europe. A simple revolution let a volcano out and boom. Uh, I don't know, right before Shabbos, one of my guests told me 17,000 flights were canceled. 17,000 flights. Every day, 17,000. It's, it's incredible how a simple, simple thing. This, it, in itself, there must be such wisdom and so many reasons, which we don't understand. But what it does help us is to see the awesomeness of the universe and how great everything is. And even the small things that, you know, what you eat and what you don't eat and what you, what you should do and how things work. It's so that to explain so the intellect and everything will shine its light in him and we're drawn close to God through the very thing. Everything has wisdom to baby you to make you close. There's everything in the world. The trick is is to is to connect God to the wisdom. Let me let me explain a, a thing. You know, I happen to do in my free time and I'm very tired, I like to study astronomy. But, you know, I always say that the, people, the, the articles is written in, about astronomy, the ones who write it, it's, it's, they write it with such an awe feeling. Such a, you see how they write it with this awesome feeling. But they're not connected to, to anything. They don't become connected to God with that. They become like disconnected totally. You know, they look at it as, but it is awesome. The person, the trick is, is to take the wisdom that exists in the world and we connected to it and see, wow, like the sun came up today. I always tell myself, you know, we got up in the morning. It's how the sun tells us, you know, you got to get up morning gold. Every morning you have to get up. You have to daven every morning. The sun just comes up like a clock. He's predictable. For the next thousand years, you can predict him exactly when he's going to come up and when he's going to go down. And it works with an amazing precision. The sun and the moon, how the world turns on its axis, and how, how much, you know, how much wisdom there's in the world. It is awesome. You know, the, the, if the world would be tilted three degrees differently, we would either burn in crisp, we'll be fried, or we'll freeze. You know, the difference in the North Pole, you know, why it's so cold, is just the, the angle of the degree. Isn't it amazing? It's exactly the world surrounding the sun in an exact measurements. But the truth is, there is so much wisdom. Every wisdom in the world, when a person looks at it, could make him close to Hashem. You know, in another place, Nachman explains, not only is the wisdom in the world so great, it brings, draws a person close to Hashem, but Hashem also, through your daily things that you do, He sends messages to you to get close to Him. You know, all of a sudden, you're going someplace, and you know, maybe it's not the best thing you're doing. And something, something, a guy once told me, very clearly, he had a brand new car, and he went to a car doing something not so kosher, the car wouldn't start. He said, 
And I got the message. And I'm lucky I got the message. Not always it is so clear the message. You know, sometimes the the Yitzhahara would say, I'll make sure you get there. You know, but very often Hashem, you know, sends a message with things just, you know, like, and, and the message comes in your thoughts, hearing people, dealing with people. It's not always like, uh, you know, like clear. Not always clear messages because Hashem lets us with our free will. But in the, the continuously in the world, there's wisdom that Hashem pours down into the world. How will she get close to, to Hashem, he says. <clears throat> You know, the, 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 the Zoe says, he brings quotes, You know, it means the wisdom gives life to its owner. Meaning to say, what gives life to everything? Is the, you see, Hashem, let me, let, me, let me explain this a little bit in, uh, in, a, in another, another way of looking at this. You know, God is wisdom. You know, this is the, the, the Tanya has a great relent about this. We understand he and his wisdom is one. It's not that he's, he has wisdom, because then you separated God. God is only one, 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 one thing, but he and his wisdom is one. See, you could be, you could be, have a brilliant mind, but you could be not wise. You could become wise. You could become a mathematician. You could become a Talmud Chochem. You and your wisdom, your knowledge is not one. You know, it's like a guy has a big, big vessel. That big vessel that you poured in, oil or wine or orange juice, is not one with the vessel. The vessel is holding what it's holding in. It didn't become one with the vessel. The, our mind is that way. Our mind is a vessel. You could fill it up with beautiful things. You could fill it up with nonsense. You could with great wisdom, silly wisdom. You could, uh, who knows what? But because we in our wisdom is not one. God in his wisdom is all one thing. It's not that he has wisdom. He and his wisdom is all one, one, one. So when he created the world, everything has an incredible wisdom. That's why, you know, a scientist once told me that we have not scratched the wisdom that lies in the brain. We don't know, we know very little how the brain works. We have an idea how it works. We know how certain chemicals reaction happens to the brain, but how it really works, we still have no idea. It's everything theory. There's so much wisdom in, in, in just in our body. It's, it's incredible. Forget how the whole world is. So the wisdom of everything goes around could draw a person close to Hashem, he says. <clears throat> See, the main thing is, what it, what it says in this piece, he says, that a person sometimes goes through a very dark time. You know, we all have our ups and downs. I say this all the time. As long as you have your ups and your downs, you know you're alive. You know? Otherwise, you know, I always tell people, I've said this often here, that the cardiogram, the doctor knows that you're alive because the lines are going up and down. If it's a straight line, you're over. This is it. You know, sometimes you laugh, sometimes you sorrow, sometimes you're lively, sometimes you are, you know, you're in love to do the mitzvah, sometimes you just can't get yourself to do something. 
So he's saying the wisdom that shines in the world helps a person to light up even if he's in a feel so dark, so removed, so dejected or rejected. Sometimes we feel this irrational thoughts. person has to know, no, there's the wisdom of Hashem shines. So no matter how dark you feel you are right now, right now you feel in a dark situation, you should remember the wisdom of Hashem is still there. This is always, you see, the darkness that we feel is always not the reality. You know, sometimes a person could get up and feel like, you know, uh, you know my spouse doesn't like me. Or, you know, my mom is in to get me. And it's just not real. You woke up in a bad mood and you think everyone is out to get you. It's not the reality. Not always what we feel is the reality. We often people walk around thinking that the doesn't like me and rejects me. Doesn't, it means nothing. That's not the reality. But people do walk around thinking, if Hashem really liked me, I have a Ralph's list. I always tell people I have a long list in their mind. If Hashem really likes me, you know, this should work out, this should work, should have worked out, could have worked out. It doesn't work that way. It's like very childish way of living, but we do feel sometimes that way. And the wisdom of Hashem should make us a light that it's not that way. See, what we have to remember, the whole world stands because Hashem wants us to grow and be, uh, uh, he's in love with us you know i I've, i want to explain this again and again the difference between us and the sun and the ants and the snakes and the lizards and the cow they don't have very much free will the sun this morning didn't say you know should i shine this morning should i not shine he is programmed to shine i always give this marshal with the software if a person would put a software on your computer and say, hi, daddy, or hi, mommy, right? The first time it would be cute. You know what I mean? Wow, this is cute. Second time also, after the fifth of that week, you would, you know, I remember when the first time I got the computer, someone installed AOL and it says, you got mail. First time it was cute. Or after a few times, it's the most annoying thing. You know what I mean? Same thing. It, it's why? It's the computer does it. But imagine... Your spouse will call you every day at work. I just want to say hello. You will never get tired of it. She says, I just wanted to say hello. You'll be tickled pink, as we say. And you would look at the watch. I'm like, guess what? Who's going to be calling me soon? Because that's a free will of the person. The person went, picked up the phone, and called you. And it warms you because there was a new free will. You don't say it's boring. You know, laugh. You know, it's, it's so nice that you did call me. And every day you'll never get tired. So when Hashem really wants us because we have a free will. See, the sun does what he needs to do. And so does all the animals. And the, there's no much, very, there is no free will in the animal kingdom. We have a free will. You had a free will to come this morning or not to come this morning. You had a free will to say a bracha, not to say a bracha. And Hashem is so proud. So we have this immature way of thinking. When things don't go our way, Hashem doesn't like us. But that's a fog. It's not the reality. The reality is Hashem wants, uh, as long as your heart is beating, He wants you here. That's why your heart is beating. He really, really wants you the whole, whole wholeness that he wants to hear. 
let me go to number eight. He says like this. It is impossible to attain the light of the intellect except through Malchus. Which means it's like this. You know, every person has light, has Malchus, has intellect. But, you, you know, in order to make it one with yourself, you have to become Malchus. You know, last week someone asked, and I said I'll try to explain this. You know, we say in, in the Svita Soima, we mention the different steps of the Svita. One of the Svita is called Malchus. Malchus is the most important Svita. What's for us? Malchus means you taking responsibility. A person who is responsible, takes responsibility, is a much healthier person emotionally. Let's forget, we'll get down to spiritually. A person who takes care of themselves, grooms themselves, brushes the teeth, works out, makes sure they're healthy physically, emotionally, spiritually, you know, is in charge of themselves as a much healthier way. You know, the people who always want other people to take care of themselves, even notice they're always quetching and always unhappy and always finding to quetch about nothing is good enough. The person is really in charge and says, this is me, this is my life, this I'm getting, I'll take care of it, and I'll, do, I'll be in charge. It is an incredible healthy way. But there's another part of Malchus, not only to take care of yourself, the Malchus is you accept the yoke of Hashem. I am a Jew, and I will do the mitzvahs, and I'll do every mitzvah. You mean you take upon yourself a malchus, a kingship. Person, the more the malchus it is on him, the more the wisdom, what you see, gets connected to Hashem. Like I, 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 I've often said, the hardest thing for a Jewish person, believe it or not, is not keeping Pesach. The Shabbos, I told the ladies, much easier to make Pesach than to raise children. You know, there's no handbook raising children. You know, Pesach, we have a handbook. You can eat this, don't eat this, check this, go here. Raising children, every child is a, a world on their own. One of the hardest things besides that, Yiddish guy to tell people, is to be connected to Hashem. You know, the film you put on, you made a brocha this morning, you davened. But how do I, how do I have a relationship with Hashem? How is, you know, how is my relationship, Hashem? How am I connected to Hashem? That is much, much, much harder. The emotional connection to Hashem is, in the, one of the important ways is to take malchus. Malchus means you become responsible. You know, you become, you, you say, I am going to accept to the mitzvahs the right way. You know what I mean? I will keep Shabbos the right way, and I'll keep Yantav the right way, and I'll daven, I'll make the brachas. The more the Malchus is, the more you let the light of Hashem shine into you, the more you connect it to Hashem. To make it in a very practical way, when a husband says, I'm going to take care of my wife, the relationship is a much stronger relationship. You could say, I'll take care. Not everything, a little bit. It's not, you know, the more you take responsibility, doesn't mean you have to take care of everything. The more you connected to it, it's vice versa. Wife says, "This is my husband. I'll take care of him." There's a much more powerful connection. The chrayis means the responsibility. The malchus connects people very, very much. You know, if you say this is my child, and I'll take care of it, I once told a divorced father. He says he doesn't feel connected to his child. You know, I see it Wednesdays, and I see it the weekend. I asked, I want to know something. Do you feel the responsibility for this child? 
He says, since we got divorced, I don't feel that much. He says, that's your problem. Forget the, you have to tell this is my, two, you know, two children, I think this is my children. I am responsible for them. Once you live that way, you're going to be much more connected. Being that, being that unfortunately he got divorced and he moved, you know, they're living in the different areas, just a few miles away, and he sees them, he felt this not so much responsible. He was not connected. When a person becomes a chrayis, it's called, Malchus, he becomes, this is my children, I'll take care of them. You'll become connected. The same way with a marriage. And the most, what we're talking about, is between us and Hashem. The more he said, this is my God. I will accept what it, you become much more connected. And then the wisdom that you see, the light that you see, becomes, you become lightened up. You can see Hashem, you feel Hashem. Most of us, I've said this, Marshall, so often, most of us, unfortunately, we cross the T, dot the I, but we, have, we live, unfortunately, a godless life. It's like we do everything correct, everything else. I'm, I'm sure everyone had a kosher pace of this year. And I'm sure everyone I've had worked hard. I always say the woman worked double as hard as the man. And they made sure it was a kosher Pesach. And I'm sure everything worked out. But the bottom, the bottom, bottom line is, what's missing is our connection to Hashem. You know, it, it could be a, you could have a husband or wife taking care of, cooking the meals, taking care of everything. There's no emotional connection. The emotional connection to Hashem is we have to put ourselves out and be connected. And the more malchus you have, the more you can take the light of Hashem into yourself. Because Hashem, the, the fact that we exist right now is the light of Hashem shining into us. Our existing comes from the light of Hashem. So Nachman is saying, you have to take this in. This is the Chochmah has to come, come into a person. Take the wisdom of Hashem. Because you know, you know we, are, we live in California, and just look at look how sunny as we came here. Just, just, you know, and and I'm sure everyone is going to be busy today. And if you're not going to be busy, you're going to make yourself busy. You know, uh, sometimes humans are very anxious, and because of that, they, they they try to figure out to do things. The nature of people is not nature of humans are they don't like to do lays around. There's a part of us likes to lays around. There's a part of us just becomes anxious. But, you know, we don't take time to say to ourselves, you know, wow, what a day today is. How, how the sun is shining, how wonderful things are today. We don't, we, don't in, we don't sort of incorporate this into ourselves and become one with this. This is why a person has to, says to have to have chachma and to take the light of Hashem into himself. Now, I want you to read number nine. This is a fascinating piece, the next page. This is an, an incredible piece. Number nine, he says like this, the essence of the battle between the good inclination and the ego inclination lies in this area alone. This is a frightening thing. That means the Yetzirah does not want you to use your intellect. Don't use your wisdom. The Yetzirah says, use your intellect. Think it through. 
you know, be, be more educated and wise. The Shlomo Melech says in Mishli that the Yetzirah says, Layach poits ksil visvinu. Ksil is the Yetzirah, is the fool. The Yetzirah does not want you to use your intellect. He wants you to do what your heart content tells you to do. You know, we all have the experience. We do something is not so kosher. Why are we doing it? The first thing Yetzirah says, Don't think. Oh, it's going to be good. You know, just don't think. That's the power of the Yitzhahara, not to be alert in thinking. We all have that experience. It could be a big Aveda, small Aveda, even Loshnara. Don't think about Loshnara, just talk about it. Or don't, it's kosher. We'll worry about later if it's kosher. That means Yitzhahara says, don't think. The Yitzhahara is the one that says, think. Think about it, work on it. That's the main battle, Rav Nachman says, the Zoe says, is the Yitzhahara wants to think, wants to understand it, wants to grow, and the Yitzhahara says, don't think, just do what your feelings, your heart content. That's why the, 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 the Chachma has to rule, because if you work what your, what your heart tells you, you know, there is such a thing, something tells you is wrong. We're not talking about, we're talking about your feelings, or Yitzhahara, you're drawn to this. I mean, I, I recently heard a frightening thing where Someone's trying to excuse a guy. He, I'm, he just fell in love with the lady. I say, he's a married man. I mean, he just fell in love. I mean, he's a sinner. Don't just say it happened. He wanted this to happen. It doesn't, we are, you know, we are uh, humans who control ourselves. You know, there's no excuse for such things. This is something, it's harder has this way of thinking. You know, they were working together, and they, I don't know, this and this, and saw each other, and you know, things happen. I mean, yeah, people also shoot each other. Things happen too. I mean, we are intellectual. We, have a, we know what's right and what's wrong. We have to not let it happen. The Yitzhahara's power is not to think too much. The Yitzhahara says, think, you know, am I doing the right thing? Is it good what I'm doing? Is it, you know, to explain this in another martial when a person gets angry, the anger of a person always tells him not to think. You know, anger always, the Gemara says, when a person gets angry, his mind moves away. Anger is a thing, is another way of saying, I am not thinking. Because if you, if you get angry, the best way to calm down is to think. Just calm down. Whenever I get angry, I say, wait a minute. Anyone can get angry. I always try to think it through. What is exactly bothering me? What went wrong? You know, most people, unfortunately, get angry. They just blow, and they, you know, and then you, then you sound like a fool. You know, uh, you know, it's always that way. Deep down, after you explode, you ask yourself, what was that all about? You know what I mean? Because you don't think. Thinking helps a person. So the Yitzhahara's power is not to think. The Yitzhahara says, yes to think, he says. That's what he says. For the good inclination incites a person to hold to all secular wisdom thinking. He wants <clears throat> that the, uh, that he, uh, the, the Yetzir wants you to think things too, to desire the thing. The Yetzir says to you, don't think. You know, it push all wisdom. You know, I recently told someone he's having problems in his marriage. I says, why don't you go for help? He had such a silly, you know, going there and explaining it. Yeah, I says, yes. 
when a person has a lack of shalom, usually it's a lack of understanding. What's, what's the proof to this? I said to him, the Pasik says, when Mashiach will come, the world will be full of wisdom. And then a lion will be able to sleep, live in, in, together with a goat and a bear with a sheep. I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's a just a metaphor, just saying the peace will be so great, everyone's getting along. Why? Because they'll be understanding and wisdom. The more you understand, the more you other person, the better you get along. You don't get along with another person because you just, uh, whenever I get annoyed, I, you know, with my wife or daughters I still have at home, I ask myself, I must not understand them. Because if I would understand them, it wouldn't happen. The Yetzirah power is understanding, is the wisdom. The Yetzirah's power is not to think, not to, not to think it through. And in, in, in emotional, healthy people are usually people think, who are able to think things through, to work things through. We all have our issues in life. No one, every person is born with, we call it with Mishigasen in Yiddish. In English, it's fancy called with idiosyncrasies. We all have our shortcomings, our things that we are, but you know, you, you know, if a person thinks, to look at, okay, this is my shortcoming, this is my mishigas, this is what I have to deal with, and this is what my husband has to put up with me, and this is what I have to put up, you know, it's, you understand where it's coming from, there's more shalom. It's a toif works with understanding. And the less you understand, the less you push away your intellect, the greater the Yitzhahara, you know, you don't want, because you notice every time you do something wrong, it's always when the Yitzhahara says, don't think, he says. <clears throat> this is what explains the power, the difference of Esau, in Yankov, the Zoe says, Esau's, and what did Esau, Esau was, you know, we think Esau was just, you know, you know, someone's just a contractor, you know, be, you know, building and banging away this physical, you know. Esau was a very smart man. He was a son of Yitzchak. But the bottom line, Esau's entire thing, what he was busy with all the time was, he was his Yitzhahara, you know, to, he would, uh, he would kidnap woman, he would rape, he would kill. Not, you know, uh, uh, Friday night my, my young daughter asks, you know, we had a guest who, who works for a criminal lawyer. So she asked her very, very naively, don't these people think that they're going to get caught? Why do the people do such criminal acts? So I tried to tell her, criminals do not think, period. If a guy would think it through, that, you know, I might get caught, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Rob the bank, that if you get caught, you'll be sitting 20 years in prison? It's never worth it. <laughs> when did you munch? How much money did you make already? And then you, if you just, just take a simple bank robber. He robbed the bank, he made $6,000. Now, that $6,000, he's full of anxiety. He thinks the FBI might knock on the door any minute, and every time he walks out, is someone coming after me? And he has $6,000, and then if he does get caught, he gets 20 years in prison. In, in common sense, it's ridiculous. Rather stand and flip burgers or pack bags around than, than around. But what is, why does the people, the Itzahara doesn't let you think, doesn't want you to think. Just the opportunity 
rob the bank and run. It doesn't let the person think it isn't correct. No, I'm talking just the moral part of it. Now she was asking, how do, how do, how do people don't think they're gonna get caught? Just the, the power of Yitzhak is never to think. And the Yitzhak is to think. That's why emotion healthy people do think. They think things through and they work things through and they understand it. The more understanding you have, the more emotion healthy, the more closer you are to Hashem. <clears throat> Now this is, he says, or Nachman says in this piece, he explains, that's why a person has to always work to, to give his Yetzirah power to think and to do the right thing. I mean, the, the Yetzirah says, think. And, and now there's a part of us who doesn't want to think. You know, the part of a person, that, and, and I want to explain another thing, doesn't mean anyone, everyone who thinks is a tzaddik. I mean, you have to connect Malchus to your thoughts. That means to your wisdom, to the intellect. That means I want to accept the will of Hashem and I'll use my intellect to be connected. There are brilliant people who don't believe in anything, who don't want to believe. It's because there's the, the essence of Malchus is missing. So you need the Malchus. Malchus is being responsible, accepting responsibility, connecting. And the more you, you give power to your intellect to think things through, the more you are closer to Hashem. Try, you should try to think about this, if you're married especially, that the more you say, this is my wife and children, and this is, or this is my husband and children, there's a certain connection which connects you, which makes it very powerful. Because I'm responsible for them. And I, this is what my, my obligation is. So the same thing with Hashem. I am connected to Hashem. How I am going to do His will. One of the things that I sometimes watch myself and other from people is they don't enjoy what they're doing because they don't realize it could be the most enjoyable thing. Saying today is your day. You know, today's young. It's only uh, 10 to 10. The day is very young. You could have a day of a laughter today. A geschmacker day. It doesn't depend on anyone but yourself. If you decide to be happy today, you'll be happy. You decide, I'll dive in with happiness today. I'll make today a happy day. It, it depends on you. One of the ways to do it is also, I am, I am doing Hashem's will. The bottom line is, I'm here. I have to raise my family, or I have to, or I have to get married, or have, whatever your part of life is. You are here doing Hashem's will, you know, without thinking too much. Why don't you enjoy it already? The sun, I'm telling you all of us, the sun is going to set today with your smile, without your smile. The sun is going to set today. Wouldn't it be so nice at the end of the day, ah, what a Sunday I had. Now, who does that depend? So we also, if you are not a responsible person, you would think, if that is going to work out, then I'll smile. If that deal or that thing is going to come through, or this is, uh, you know, the, uh, whatever, and every person has their, their things in their mind, then it's going to work out. A person has to tell himself, no, things right now, right now where you are, you could make a happy day for yourself. And when you interact a whole day, whoever you're going to interact, with your wife, your children, or your neighbors, you're going to do something, you'll, you'll have an uplifting day. But if you wait for
for others, that's why people are not happy. Because you're not taking a chrais, you don't have malchus. Often, I, you know, unfortunately, when I was in the hospital with my son, <clears throat> I learned a very, very profound thing. You know, most of you know, I grew up without a television. So, you know, my son was then a young teenager, he was going through chemotherapy, and there was like sitting in a group, they're watching this, uh, trying to make things uh, happy. Com it's comedy, right? And they were making jokes, and I turned to my son, that didn't sound happy, funny. What was so funny about it? But uh, it's called a laugh track, but in the back there's a laugh track that everyone laughs. In reality, it wasn't funny, you know? I don't know what was so funny about Afterwards, I was discussing with the social worker, and he says, you know, Rabbi, I'm gonna tell you something very interesting. They made a survey. People watch comedy are less happy than people who don't watch. Because they are always waiting something else to make them happy. The, the, the television, you know, ah, oh, now we're going to watch comedy. Now we're going to be happy. People don't watch comedy, decide to be happy on themselves. Because if you decide, I am going to be happy, you, it, it's going to work. You are happy as much because you, what you're doing is taking malchus. You're taking responsibility for yourself. Not waiting him or she or this thing to happen that I'll, you know, my husband bring the flowers or my wife is going to do this and this and that. I'll have a great day. Nothing to do. You have to take, I am I and I will be happy today. The more you take responsibility for yourself, the much, the much, much, much stronger you are. For healthy emotionally even. This is what Rab Nachman says. That's why you, the more malchus, it's called responsible, it's called malchus. The sphere of malchus is what a, a responsibility to take for yourself. <clears throat> so, he, so let me explain what he says. When a person... <clears throat> this is a little bit Kabbalah. I'll try to make it. I'll try to simple, simplify this Kabbalistic concept. The every letter in the olive base represents different spheres. The some chesed, kindness represents some gevura, toughness, some compassion. The nun represents malchus responsibility. The us nun represents to be a responsible person. That's why Shavuos is given the 50th day. We got the Torah the 50th day. The, noon, the, numa, the, the numeric at noon is 50 because we count, fi, finish counting the Sphere, Shavuos the 50th day. That's when we got the great Torah to us. The letter noon represents being responsible. Ches represents wisdom. Because ches is chokhmah. The letter ches is wisdom. Ches is also chies, life. When these two things get together, there's a charm, there's chen. Chen means there's a great charm involved. Chen means uh, there's a charm. You ever notice that certain people carry a charm to themselves? When there's ches and the nun get together, that person has a great chen. When a person uses his wisdom, and his malchus, then there's a chain in the entire thing, a charm which gets connected. That's why people learn Torah the right way, have a certain chain to them. Certain people are intellectually, you know, they have a certain great intellectual, and they use the intellectual, has a chain to them. So these two things get together. Now, the Yetzirah tries, you know, 
to disrupt the schein. He is interested, do not use your common sense. Do not think. Not only that, says Ram Nachman, he says there's even a deeper way. Not, there's a thing in a person that the Yitzhah says, don't think, and when you do sin, we have a little mishigas stays with us. Every time a person sins, you know, he collected a sin. And with the, you can't sin, the, the, the language of the Gemara, to verbatim, the Gemara says, a person does not sin unless a spirit of craziness gets to him. Which means that, you know, you, if you think to yourself, you know, I, I'm going to give a marshal. I gave it for the man. I don't, I don't want to offend anyone. I explained it. A few months ago, I forgot the name of this governor who ran off to South America, to Argentina, right? And he was caught and he was, I say, uh, embarrassing of embarrassment. If he would have just spoken to someone and discussed, do you think it's a good idea? I should disappear. Are you crazy? Why are you disappearing? Whatever someone knows. See, the Vader, now I was told, I asked someone, I'm not, I don't listen to the news, but I, someone told me, someone explained to him, he's a very intellectual person. He's not, you know, governor just by chance he became governor. He's a very highly intellectual person. Here is Yetzirah drove him nuts. He thought he could just disappear for five days and no one's going to know. He went hiking. Hello, the governor went hiking. And it was the most humiliating thing that, you know, I don't know. I don't, know who he's, I don't know his name, but just whatever his name was. He, he did it, what the Yetzirah does to everyone. Don't think. Now, you know, a non-Jew, if he has a girlfriend, it's not the worst thing in the Torah, a non-Jew. But that's not the point. The point right now is how the, what happens to a person, he doesn't think, he makes, he, 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 common sense would tell you, if you do it, do it with, you know, with common sense. The Yitzhahara takes a person and drives them away from common sense, makes them crazy. So Nachman says, the more you do tshuva, the more you cleanse yourself of these mishigasim, of these idiosyncrasies. So more person comes to Rosh Hashanah, any day you do tshuva, you slowly, these things leave you. Because when the person says things, these negative things come to you. And we have Mishigasan. You know, who doesn't have Mishigasan? But the more a person does tshuva, it's, it, it's like this, it leaves you slowly, and slowly it leaves a person. That's, that's the power. Because the Yitzhara wants to make you crazy. You notice in people, you do notice that people are addicted to Yitzhara, it drives them insane. And they become insane. To get their way with their Yitzhara, they do crazy things. I mean, it's, it really drives them insane. It makes them immobile even sometimes. So the, the tshuva, when a person does, and learning Torah, he explains in the whole part, takes this and sort of lifts this away from him, dissipates, goes away from him, and he's able to be elevated. Any questions? Yes. That's a good question. She's asking a very, very good question. Let me repeat this question. 
You know, Rabbanishtim sends us messages, and the question is how do we interpret these messages? I've seen people who literally drive themselves nuts to interpret the, the message that Hashem is saying. But the truth is, we, we don't always know how to interpret. And we uh, definitely, you know, I had recently in my own personal life something I'm trying to figure out, and I totally missed it. You know, we don't always know. We just have to pay attention. We know, we know, we know, we don't know. I look at it, you know, what, what did I, sh I'm, I was trying to figure out Shabbos, Friday night, when I was going to sleep thinking, what does these volcano teach us? Something as a message from Hashem. This is incredible. I mean, the volcano. I mean, I, someone told me Friday night at Shabbos table, 17,000 flights was, was canceled then, Friday afternoon. Probably not the 17,000, just every day. I mean, it's, people are stranded all. I've heard a bunch of from people were stranded in, in Germany, and they took a train to Vienna to stay for Shabbos. They were supposed to take a flight to London, and they were stuck in. Um, there's a reason which I'm trying to figure out. I'm, I probably will not be able to figure out. And yeah, but... But it is awesome, that, what I do know, that the Bodhisattva shows us one volcano, how disrupt. I think they said it never happened in the airline business yet, so many flights, even the 9-11 wasn't so bad yet, which they predict might take another week like this, just, you know, the entire Europe. Must be a, a reason, we don't always know. See, this is not so personal, it doesn't nag us, but sometimes things happen I try to figure out, you know, I had a grandchild who hurt himself terrible last week. Do I know why that happened? I was so shaken up. I don't know, he's all well. He's a real boy and, uh, you know, got stitches. But, you know, but in a moment, but we don't always know. But sometimes we do know. Sometimes we ignore the messages. We don't want to know. Yes. You know, wisdom, you know, the guy who made the plane or the guy who came up with in a great idea about the computer could live a miserable life. It doesn't, you know, there's two things. There's wisdom and, you know, when you, you know, you sit in, in a lab and try to figure things out how it's going to work. You, you know, he's a wise person, knows how to use, but he doesn't. The wisdom that we're talking about is how to live a great life. How many, how many scientists, you know, I didn't know this until recently, in my ignorance, I never went to high school, but someone recently, a few years ago, showed me an article that Einstein had a bunch of mistresses. Mistress, girlfriends. I didn't know that. He, he, was in, he had one in France, and one in London, and one in Austria, and he had one in America. You know, what? Now, and he, he was a miserable person, social relationship. He, he, was, he had a hard time getting along with the people. It wasn't so easy for him. Hey, he had a brilliant mind. He, they, you could be brilliant, use your mind just to study physics, nothing to do with, with you. That means the malchus doesn't connect your wisdom to yourself. The malchus is the one I will accept how to live a, a life. His wisdom was used just to show the world how wise he was and how to come up. And, what do you think driven? What's driven him is his company. He said it himself, someone told me. 
to come up with new ideas, the competition, you know, he was very competitive, extremely competitive. He wanted to be ahead of everyone. Doesn't, you know, he was a great, he was a great genius, but a, a personal life was a disaster. So I want to tell you all, even though it's a sweet of days, you're allowed to smile today, you're allowed to be happy. And, uh, and I challenge everyone, walk around with a smile today and tell me if your day wasn't a better day. Because, you know, no matter what happens today, it's, it's going to happen anyways. But if you're happy and you're smiling, it, it's so much easier to, to cope. I would say it's the best, you know, coping mechanism is when you're smiling. Okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 